When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today, we have a pair of visiting chefs who will be serving up their favorites. I'm your hostess, Ashley, and with me today, as always, are the magical Emily and Lindsay. Ooh, we're magical. Magic. I'm a wizard, Henry. Oh my god, are you? Because that's the first adjective that popped into my head, so I went with it. I'm glad it's been well received. (laughs) All right, and please join us in welcoming our lovely guest chefs for this episode, Karen and Aubrey from Chicklet. Hi, ladies. Hello. What's up? <laughs> How's it going? Uh, well, we're here. We're doing thank it. You for, thank you so much for having us. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I feel that like every time Karen and I record, she's like, hey, "What's going on?" I'm like, Ugh, "I'm alive. <laughs> I'm here." <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a week for for all three of us. I know, so we're yes. we're still alive, and you know what? It counts for something. <laughs> Damn it! Hey, man, yeah, I have consecutively broken my living streak today so <laughs> you made it alive Sorry, for another that, day it was sort of a joke i misworded it but no it was it was good <laughs> i knew what you meant that's why i love her <laughs> all right so before we turn it over to you to tell us a story or two we would like to ask you some questions. <laughs> Ooh, questions. All right. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> the good news is they always start out easy and then toward the middle, they get a little weird. <laughs> right. Is this like our social studies quiz? Like, are you going to be asking us like topical political questions? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, mostly because I feel like topical political questions put me into a really intense rage that caused True. long rants. <laughs> same. Same here. I feel like okay. probably not something I want recording. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah, no, it's mostly Fair. questions about you, your show, and just like random shit that I feel like I wanna know. I just put <laughs> it in here. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm writing the list. I can put that on there. It's totally fine. It's your fucking podcast. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Hell do it. yeah. <laughs> All right. 
So we're going to start off easy. Tell us a little bit about your show. When did you start Chicklet and what inspired you to create this podcast? I don't, do you, I don't care. Do you want you, me to take you it? Start, you start. You okay. start. <laughs> okay. No you. No you. No. We, okay. <laughs> um, so we, Aubrey and I have been friends for what, going on like 12 years at this point? Yeah. And um, we talk on the phone like almost every day and uh we <laughs> one day i think one of us it might have been you obs was like you know i feel like we could record these things and just like turn it into a podcast like and, i think we're funny yeah i was like know. we're like we think we're funny so like <laughs> maybe other people would too and then i think the idea for the actual podcast which is um chiclet is where we read books that we read growing up and kind of see if they still hold up and talk about you know if we like them or not still and all that type of stuff while we have a drink uh so i i remember being like we need like a niche thing because podcasting is so oversaturated mm-hmm. and so that was yep. that was our idea i i don't remember which i feel like aubrey probably came up with it with like the actual title because i'm amazing Thank you. and we both love pubs <laughs> <laughs> I'm so humble. Getting <laughs> getting lit while we read chiclet. It honestly probably came from the office with Kelly going, why is there a chiclet on the cake? Like, <laughs> we did, early on, we did have another podcast give us like a shout out, but like clearly they hadn't listened and they're like, I guess it's like about the gum or something. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. It's like a month oh. in and we're like, oh, someone shouted us out that we don't know. And I listened and they were like, Kudos to you for making a podcast about gum. And I was like, this is okay. You obviously never. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Nice guess. Nice guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they know that that's not how you. Okay. You know what? I'm just going right. to let it go because I don't know. There's a people. lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Number him. one, how dare you? <laughs> yes. Number one, how dare you? How dare you? God damn it. <laughs> All right. So we already hit. Uh, question number two, which was going to be, what kind of topics do you cover? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, we just uh, we just released that we're going to be doing uh, the first Harry Potter for our next season. We took a poll. Nice. Oh, that was the one that was. Yeah, I'm interested. I have the UK version, so I'm going to like read that version, and Karen's going to read the US version. Yep, there are different Ooh. versions. We mm-hmm. lo- yeah yeah there's there's different nuances and of course it's the oh. UK so there's different phrasing it's called the philosopher's stone there obviously and then yeah. the sorcerer's stone here um, so I'm excited for that to like figure out that all the different after things. doing tw- what 21 episodes of Twilight we were like so ready to do something that <laughs> was not Stephanie Meyer or yeah. Meyer related <laughs> oh my god honestly this season has been brutal guys brutal. I knew it was a bad book but I didn't know it was that bad I forgot yeah. how much past me was an idiot for going oh my god vampires yeah it was bad. yeah bad. yeah I kind of forgot too but yeah, I feel you on that. It'll be cool to hear like the the different Harry Potter things. You'd be like dueling banjos of the Wizarding World. Yeah, yeah, that was actually in our first season. We did Princess Diaries, and we didn't realize we had different versions of the book because she's oh. changed it to update it with like pop culture throughout, like since it's been out. And so it was a total stumble. We were like. What? And so we got really <laughs> invested into the differences. Like mine had a whole different ending than hers. What? Yeah. Oh. And she really changed the 
the the most like glaring thing to me was that she changed the way that she talked about like people on crack because like when the book came out like crack was very much like kind of a like people played it for laughs a lot and like we don't do that anymore obviously because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more of a nuanced and discussion now <laughs> mine was yeah. closer to the original timestamp so there was a lot of stuff in there about princess diana that they cut oh. out of her version which was later on so i was like and i love princess Di, and i was like fuck you for taking it out what but yeah it was cool. very interesting interesting stuff so yeah. did the updated version talk more about meth like we do on our show? <laughs> I think I think they like changed it to like I think she's on drugs. Like because like originally it was like oh, oh okay. she's on crack, oh. but like you know, um, yeah, yeah. And and someone someone were like, are you high or like what? Updated Puff Daddy to Kanye. Yeah, there's yeah. like subtle things. Uh, and, oh, I don't geez. know about that. Put it back to Puff Daddy for fun. <laughs> Put it back to Puff Puff. What are we doing? I think I think the version I had came out in 2015, and the one that Aubrey had was like, tw- like the you know early 2000s. 2008. 2008. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Keep Yeezy out of the Princess Diaries. Yeah, Yeezy. Yes, what are you doing? Agreed. I don't Yay. really want him <sighs> popping up in any of my books because I'm not convinced he's ever read a book. So just not in my literature, please. Thank you. <laughs> Please stay out of my literature. Thank you. Okay, this is getting weird as fuck. All right, moving on. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this one's super easy. When do new episodes drop? Every Friday at noon. Uh, but that's Eastern Standard Time on yes. uh, U.S. Eastern Standard Time. Noon, 12 o'clock. Yeah, so people on the West Coast get a little earlier. <laughs> yeah, they do. They get a little spice in their morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm exhausted. I've gone through like <laughs> seven days straight at work. And I had a day off today and I slept until I had to be on this podcast. <laughs> I was like, get up. Not going to lie. I got up this morning, went and got Taco Bell, ate Taco Bell, and then passed out on the couch for like another hour. And then I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I need to be productive. Get up. Yeah, I feel what like year that. is it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Wakes up with a long white wizened beard. <laughs> what day is it? You young boy. Yes, you now. What day is it? Go out and buy me a turkey. Okay, I need to stop. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Weird's where I thrive, so I'm glad we're yeah, here. Yeah, that's kind Good of Lord. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> You're at the right place then. Yay! <laughs> All right, this next one's a little bit harder. <laughs> Ooh. And actually, it might be easier since I think you tend to do more serialized stuff. So if you need to pick a season, that's okay. Um, but the question is, what's an episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria check out first? Or what episode is your favorite? Ooh, that's difficult. Um, sorry, Mariah just came out. Never apologize for singing things on this show. <laughs> no. It's part of my brand. It's Christmas time. Mariah is, you know, she's she she wakes out of her hibernation every year to come out and sing that one song. She's like mm-hmm. Puck's Tawny Phil. She just exactly. comes out yes! in December. You know it's Christmas. And she's if she sees her shadow, it means six more weeks of Christmas. So and she just like 
<laughs> she like runs away. I love that. Um, I love that. I would. Well, we have a couple of different little series we have on Chicklet. There's one series we started where we've been talking to authors of YA books and trying to find out who their inspiration was and things like that. And then we also have Chicklet at the Movies, which is where we have friends, a lot of times podcasters, which you guys should totally come on. Yeah, we wanted a series, a guest hosting, a way for people yeah. to come on and guest without having to read like an entire book because that's really daunting. Fucking wild. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and we, so, we love movies, so... Right, so we did Chicklet at the movies, and then of course our regular episodes, which is usually just Karen and myself. Yeah, um, I would say for one of our movie episodes, I would say um, we have the Scuttlebutt podcast on, uh, which they're a wild bunch of boys. Uh, I would say I would say that's probably my favorite one that we've it's called. God, it's called God. I miss my foreskin. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so I guess you can tell where that's gonna go. Um, we covered we, the forty-year-old virgin. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. I, I I had a blast with them. That was like my first time interacting. Karen had been on their show a few times but that was a lot of fun what about you karen do you have a favorite episode regular well, movie i was gonna say that's probably my favorite movie episode um but another a good like regular season mm-hmm. um kind of maybe just to get a taste of what we do uh, we just dropped our last like twilight summary episode and we actually had nathan from breaking on bad books come on because he is hilarious and hates Twilight also. <laughs> and um, he's he's in Australia, so he we had he, it was his 10 p.m. and our 6 a.m. And I Whoa. was like, I told everyone, I was like, I don't always drink on the show because a lot of times we record in the morning and I just yeah. you know, need to do things for the rest of the day. Right. But that day I was like, this season put me through so much. I'm going to have 6 a.m. wine because I feel like it's airport rules, man. If you're recording she with somebody. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so it's loopy 6 a.m. wine, Karen, and uh, hilarious Nathan at 10 p.m. his time. And then Aubrey is just kind of like there and we're so tired. <laughs> we're talking about how much we hate Twilight. Um, yeah, I was like drinking coffee, like, I'm awake. It's fine. And Karen and him are like boozing it up. I was like, oh, I was like, oh I wine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we let we like logged off and he was like well have fun for the rest of the day and i was like dude i'm going right to bed <laughs> like, <laughs> straight up to bed to sleep this off um so yeah that's a good one if you just want to like if you want to check out a book episode but you don't feel like binging like a whole season mm-hmm. and then uh, i think one more i would rec- uh, recommend if you wanted to get a flavor of us we have a bonus episode in season one I think it's the one called Every Time I Drink Two Buck Chuck. Yes. Uh, and we explain our friendship story because it's quite a tale. Uh, quite we, a tale. Uh, how we became friends. The whole story. We basically were uh, being two-timed by the same guy Ooh. for yeah. several several years um, until we came to our senses and we're like, girl power! <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, so we we deep dive into like how we became friends and how Chicklet was born. So we got each other in the divorce, so it's fine. Yeah, we go. did. Well, at least the one thing you can say about him is he had good taste. Yeah, that's true. true. Look at this. I'm Look. stunning. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> My I'm son so is perfection. <laughs> I'm going for homeless chic. What do you want? <laughs> okay, this next one is also very tough. All right. What is your favorite pizza topping and why? 
I have mine, and I know Aubrey's ahead, probably going to disagree, you, but... You got, uh, probably. Um, I love pineapple on my pizza, and it's because yes. it's sweet and savory, and I'm a sweet... I'm not a sweet person. I'm a savory person, but that little, little pinch of, like, natural sweetness with the cheese is just, like, mwah, perfection. Only pineapple pizza I need is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think fair. I can guess what Aubrey's is. Guess. What is it, Karen? I was just going to say cheese. <laughs> no, no, no. Bacon. Okay, bacon. Ooh, this shit is fucking... Oh, good. nice. Pineapple and bacon is also a good go-to for me. <laughs> Ooh, that does sound good. That salty That does sound really good. Mm-hmm. Ashley and I just learned something interesting about pineapples the other day. Ooh. Do you Shit. remember what it was, Ash? Yeah, I'm still really angry about it because I... What? Feel, <laughs> listen, I feel like if you're gonna just, like, shit all over my life with things that I don't need to know, it didn't need to be this, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm, I'm... Okay. Backstory, I'm normally the one that decides to Google some random shit and then has their whole world rocked by what they oh, find no. out. And then once it happens, I have to tell them about it and wreck their life too. So Emily Emily reversed it. We found out that apparently pineapples are actually a berry. A bunch of berries. What? Apparently multiple berries. A bunch berries. of berries. Huh? That's fucking weird. I feel like Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, thank you. I can't do it. Uh, that's what? a little... That's crazy. I didn't know that. So you berries? like berries on your pizza? I do. I prefer my pizza with berries. What? I'm so... What? <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I feel so like li- I've been lied to my whole life. So that's how I feel on the regular. Like, I Google things and then I get really upset about it. This is almost as bad as the time I found out that monkeys don't actually eat bananas. And I was like, I'm going to kill everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm blowing this place up right now. Listen, it rocked my world and I wanted to rock everyone else's world. And that was the only idea I had. Everyone must suffer with me. It's like... It's like finding out that, like, tomatoes are technically a fruit, like, avocado is technically a fruit, or, like, all those nuts that are technically fruits. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't care, man. I am I still put it on my salad. Like, <laughs> and I like fruit on my salad, too, I guess. So, like, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so the pineapple is apparently a berry because wow. its fruit is formed when the light purple flowers... Uh, which are attached to a central core, become fleshy and fuse together. That sounds dirty. It does. I don't like how it becomes fleshy and then fuses <laughs> <Yeah>. together. That <laughs> sounds wrong. A little kinky. <laughs> no kink shaming. <laughs> I felt when I learned this little piece of information. So I, I found this. Um, it was my friend Vikram from the Planthropology podcast. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I haven't. It's cool. It's an academic type podcast, but it's all for people who like environmental stuff. But he put this up there. And and when I saw that, I felt like that was the moment when Lindsay told me that there's rampant chlamydia among koalas. That was a good day for me. (laughs) I've heard about that. (laughs) I was like, what? I've totally heard about that. Yeah. And then I said... Um, both of them an update recently that apparently 
Scientists in Australia have developed a vaccine for chlamydia that they're going to start giving to koalas so that they don't have like rampant chlamydia amongst their population anymore. I just, I don't want to think about how that happened. Like, I don't want to think about it too hard. They just be boning. I don't know. They just be boning. (laughs) They bone and then they sleep. I mean, yeah, that they're, they're like high on eucalyptus. They don't give a it's probably all the eucalyptus's fault. They're, they just get super high and then they just start humping things yeah, without they're... really like paying attention to what it is, and then they fall asleep. That's <laughs> repeat the cycle. Walla, who knows? Giraffes, whatever they get their hands on. Sure. Yes, because giraffes totally live in that part of the world. <laughs> yeah, and they're riddled with chlamydia. Karen. So. <laughs> This is, this is, I am a doctor, okay? <laughs> Don't listen to her. Don't take any medical advice. <laughs> she is not a doctor. She just likes Dr. Pepper. I am a doctor. Damn so it. she's 23 uh, opinions, and they're all she's, wrong. Yeah. She's they're so wrong. They're all unhealthy. <laughs> it's terrible. All right, so now that we've come back from that fucking detour, uh, let's go on to the next question. <laughs> yep, sometimes we take a hard left and then it's really hard to reel it back in. What are you going to do? It's true. I feel it. All right. Karen's always trying to reel me in. <laughs> always trying, trying. Oh, dodged, like... <laughs> All right, so we've already touched on this a little bit, but I am still going to ask my question because I want to know. So you just did a long series of episodes on Twilight, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. I think was more care. Wait, one of it was one of your idea, and I can't remember whose idea was. Who was it that actually picked Twilight? I think it was Care. Well, I think we did. I think we did oh. sort of a poll situation. It wasn't quite like a formal poll, but like we put it out there. We were like, we're thinking about doing this book or this book, and then everyone picked Twilight. So oh, I was like, God. <laughs> I was like, it's time. It's time to capitalize on the Twilight Renaissance. That's and happening. we had we had just read Ellen Enchanted, which, which is an amazing book, <laughs> beautiful, so stunning. And then we went to Twilight. We were like, she's bitching about moss, like. <laughs> She's like, you hate green things. What I'm the like, fuck? Who is green? Like, what like, the fuck? Shut up. I love brown. What are you talking about? And then she's what? always like, I, I die in the sun, but I miss the heat. And I'm like, well, which is it then? Do you want to live in Florida or Figure Phoenix? Or do you want to like be in the rain all the time? Holy shit, Bella. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of feelings. God. <laughs> If it was my decision, I regretted it immediately. <laughs> I love that you're like, if if this was my choice, I'm I taking responsibility. <laughs> so that that answers the question, though, which was how the hell did that happen? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I was. I, she was like, yeah. I guess we'll do Twilight. I was like, it can't be like as bad as I remember. Like. I read it years ago, and it yeah, it was so painful, so so so. You so could painful. cut like ninety percent of that book, and like it would still be like the same story. Like it just, it's I'm like, so I don't bad. need to watch her going to school and going to biology class every day, and like learning yeah. about what assignments she has, and like right. what outfit she is wearing. Like, give me what, some fucking what vampire long, action. What long jean skirt she's wearing? Oh my god, oh, she, like. <laughs> Who anyway, loves that? Jean skirts. 
So basically what we're saying is that Twilight is a lot like reading an undergraduate student's writing assignment. You can tell they're trying to hit a word count. <laughs> yep. yep. Seriously. Yep. There's like so many chapters where there's like riding around in cars talking and like there's no plot being advanced. I'm just no. like, I don't, wh- why do we need this? It was like getting an enema every week. That's what it felt like. <laughs> Seriously. You're like, didn't we just do this, like, last week? Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. I I understand. I don't know how you did it, but you did finish it, so congratulations. Like, you held held out. You did it. (laughs) How much alcohol did you need for that? I I actually, like, I think I drank less in this season than any other season, but, like... That's probably why you're so mad. That's probably why I was so mad, because I was, like, not... (laughs) Didn't have, like, the lubrication... In the middle of there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, again, we had to switch to recording like in the mornings on a weekday. So I was like, I don't think I can justify like <laughs> drinking every week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sometimes I did, but like, yeah, I definitely. I think the first episode I went through like three quarters of a bottle of wine, and I was like, oh man, I forgot how much I hated this book. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just rough. It's rough, man. Yeah. That was awful. I believe I don't it. Understand. All right, the next one is also hilarious because we've already had this accidentally come up a couple of times. So Mm. you're both fans of The Office. (laughs) Yes. Which character do you most identify with from that show and why? Because the why is always the best part of these questions. Mm. I think I'm a combo. I think I'm a combo between... I don't know, Karen, you go first. You go first, you go. (laughs) (laughs) The one I get most, and this is probably not a great thing, but... um, True. uh, (laughs) The one that I get most and I understand why is uh, Meredith. (laughs) 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 I am the good time girl. Like, I am always, like, out doing stuff and doing like questionable shit and people are like Karen why did you put yourself in this situation like um Aubrey can Aubrey and I could tell you so many sketchy stories from like back in the day and oh, we God. lived in Vietnam back in mm-hmm. Fayetteville NC um <laughs> yeah it's just I'm always I'm always doing stupid shit and like I'm always the one that's like yeah let's fucking party let's go do it like I'm trying to grow up because it's not cute to be like the 30 year old party girl but (laughs) (laughs) it's like I'm drinking water today just FYI (laughs) have you lit your hair on fire yet I have and it was an accident (laughs) oh no (laughs) it wasn't wasn't quite as dramatic as that either I was watch that episode i don't even think i was drunk i think i was like i don't know like 18 and i was trying to light a cigarette and i don't smoke anymore but like my hair was on my face and it just went (laughs) oh no (laughs) i have also set myself on fire while i was driving by accident too oh my Um, god i again that's a panic cigarette related i flicked i flicked my cherry off the end of my cigarette like out the window and it flew back in and landed like between my shoulder and the car seat and i was like so i'm like realizing what's happening and i'm like stuck in traffic and i'm like do i what do i do so i'm like okay i'm gonna do i'm just gonna brace myself and i'm just gonna smother it so i try to do that and i'm like i'm holding it and it's like i've not really feeling anything and then all of a sudden I was feeling like everything oh god and, 
my oh, no. shirt was burning like it, it it wasn't like actively like flames on fire but like it was definitely like, like like there was like a hole like wicking away like very quickly and it was very hot so i had to get out of my car in the middle of traffic take off my shirt and then like which luckily i was wearing like a tank top underneath it but and like strip off my shirt on the side of the road and like stamp it out with my fucking shoes and people were driving by and honking at me and it was uh <laughs> It's an oh interesting God. time. So yeah, I've actually <laughs> set myself on fire twice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's a special skill. Yeah. <laughs> Put that one on your resumes? Um, no. <laughs> actually not. So are you, are you just Meredith? Okay. Well. I, th- I think I'm just Meredith. I mean, I don't... I mean, there is a character named Karen, but I don't really... I guess I sort of identify with her a little bit because, like, I'm less uptight than her, but I was, like, the corporate, like climbing up yeah. the ladder and managing people and blah 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 and then I realized I hated that because I hate being in charge of people like it makes me feel <laughs> like I'm I've become everything that I hated so <laughs> I, feel that. I feel that um I am a combo I think of Holly I've definitely like when she when I was a manager when she's like uh pencils down people kidding <laughs> kidding take your time that's me. That's 100% me. She's like, she's like, I'm running my first seminar. It's going to be insane. No, it's not. I have to read for the binder. That's 100% Let's get me. ethical. Ethical. I'm very, I'm, I'm very much a little nerd like Holly, uh, but a part of me is also Andy, but only when he's singing. Yes, that is yeah. very true. I sing all the time. I'm always making up songs, and then like when he's when he's with Pam and she cuts him off, he's like, "It's like holding in a sneeze." I have to sing it. Sweet row one, you know, that's a hundred percent me. So I think Andy's singing would also be attached to Holly. Oh my god, that's exactly what I was just thinking about. As soon as you said Andy, but only when he's singing, I immediately went to that elevator thing. Yes. (laughs) So true. Oh my god. I immediately was like, yeah, I would do that, and then everyone would be uncomfortable right <laughs> like, right i'm yeah, yeah that's a hundred percent yeah <laughs> oh andy like jess from new girl has to sing absolutely everything mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. when she's trying to pretend to be judy garland when she and justin long are oh having my. sex and he's pretending to be like um, <laughs> jimmy stewart, stewart. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm judy garland <laughs> God, that show was great it was Woo! All right, so this is our last like big question, and I don't know like how difficult it is. I guess depends on how much thought you want to put into it. So let's right. let's say we were making a summoning circle. What three items should we place inside of it to summon you? Mm. The office DVDs. All all nine seasons. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be one of those bitches that's like, oh, the series stopped after season seven. No. Um, Probably for me would be um, like a box of wine. Um, I'd have to have some coffee, some like really fancy, bougie coffee. I'd probably have some sort of pasta because pasta is like my favorite food, like fettuccine Alfredo or something. 
then maybe like hmm that's a really good question it I is a like... good question I feel like I've heard you ask this question before and I had all three of my items thought up and then I like totally choked <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe something music related like like a record player or like a record probably my worst photo from the sixth grade so I can come back and be like why the fuck did you bring me here for that photo because <laughs> I would come if I was mad I don't know if That's I'd true. come just to chill I would probably come back and be like why did you fucking bring that photo Burn it. 90s alternative greatest hit CD that would be like the third thing because okay. like all I ever listened to Ooh, <laughs> I like it nice. I like it I really really like that that last one for you was uh, put something in there that would piss me off because I will definitely <laughs> show up then That's true <laughs> like summoning a demon you just really yeah. the best way to get him there is to piss him off right i am now gonna have to rethink my own personal answer to this question based <laughs> off of that because i feel like i've gone wrong there should definitely be something in there that would like blackmail just yeah. instantly we've never asked each other this question we should do this one of these days maybe it can be a bonus bonus episode okay but what if we what if we don't because i didn't come up with these questions for us and i don't want to have to answer them i don't want to do the hard stuff no it's fine that's what you're here for it's fine i just don't want everyone to know how deeply fucked up i am but it's too late anyway let your freak flag fly man that's what we do hey i'm karen and i'm aubrey and this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. Yeah, book it was um, dope as fuck. Yeah, I did used book to get it. the little personal pan pizza. Yeah, just for oh my god, just for you. Yeah, shit- nobody can take that shit, dog. <laughs> but we also cover movies with special guests, and it can get pretty crazy. I'll make a controversial statement. I will take this over Space Jam. Is that controversial? It People might love Space be. Jam. We might have to we might have to stage a fight. So if you enjoy YA fiction, that fool of a fairy Lucinda did not intend to lay a curse on me. She meant to bestow a gift. Boozy beverages. Little shot of Baileys in your coffee. Coffee, pizza, and Baileys goes together like doesn't go together. Like it doesn't go together at all. And the power of friendship. I'll be like, I bought your Christmas present. And she'll be like, What'd you get me? I have to know. <laughs> Tell me right and now. And I'm like, Henry no. gets so irritated because I'm like, do you want your present now? And he's like, it's like October. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Then we're the podcast for you. We've been best friends for over a decade. So join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. January 6th at 1.15 p.m., the day that Dry January died. All right, so those are all of our uh, big questions because the last thing that's always on the list is for you to tell us what you're going to be talking about today and why you picked it. Cool. All right, Karen, you go. Okay. Uh, Today, I am going to be talking about The Devil's Tripping Ground in Bear Creek, North Carolina, where I'm, I'm from North Carolina. I'm not from Bear Creek. I've actually never been. Um, but I've always wanted to talk about it because I think it's like really fascinating. So should I just get into it or like? Um, sure. But first I just want to say, as soon as you said devil, I was like, all right, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a witch, so. It's fine. Um, uh, so for my story today, I relied heavily on like some local, uh, some local papers and like news sources. So I'll shout out shout out to WRAL of the Triangle and UNCTV. The Devil's Tramping Ground, which is located in Bear Creek, North Carolina, which is like I think a little bit south of Greensboro, so it's like in right in the middle somewhere is a patch of land located in the forest near the Harper's Crossroads area. I also don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> in which... <laughs> I put all these, like, locations in there, and now I'm like, why did I even add that? <laughs> Word count. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a patch of land in which nothing will grow. Uh, like, no grass, no trees, no plants. And it's rumored, the legend says, that people place objects inside of it and they reportedly either disappear or the next morning, like, they'll be outside of the circle. And it is literally, like, a circle in, in the middle of the woods. I think it's, like, maybe, like, 40 feet in diameter. It's, like, pretty big. And the local legends say that the devil himself comes to the site and walks in a circle and that's why nothing will grow there. Nope. He comes in and he's like, get this shit out of my circle. <laughs> Just- I like to picture him as like the kids at like the hardcore shows that are like walking in like the death circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Feel that vibe. Like just swinging arms for no reason. <laughs> I got a black eye from one of those shows one time. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, that was a that was a big music scene where we grew up and it was interesting. I was not that into it, but we went because there was nothing else to fucking do. <laughs> we were hooking up with a guy who liked that. And fun fact, <laughs> being a civilian in a military town, there's nothing you, for you to fucking do. <laughs> true, true. So for many years, the site was only visited by the locals to the area until gaining fame from a book written by John Hardin in 1949 titled The Devil's Tramping Ground and Other North Carolina Mystery Stories, which I'm I'm like really, really, really into like local legends and stuff mm-hmm. like I have several books on things like that and I really want to get that book because it sounds really interesting this book as well as an article in the Charlotte Observer brought tourists from all over who flocked to the site to investigate its otherworldly properties I'm just realizing Ooh. I spelled site wrong like a you got bunch it it's fine. This. Um, <laughs> I spelled it like you. like you see things and not like like a campsite it's cool you, <laughs> we don't know <laughs> Why did I do that? <laughs> Why did you tell us, Karen? <laughs> now I'm going to judge you the whole rest of this. Just kidding. <laughs> now they hate us. Here's the thing. You have to, like, question yourself while you're recording. That's just, like, the rule of yep. the show. It's just, like, it's when true. I read a sentence and I'm like, wow, that's really bitchy. Like, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> or you get to that sentence and you're going, I have no idea what the hell I was trying to say here. No idea. Why, why did I put Hampstead's Crossroads in there? I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> many scientific tests have been run on the soil from this area, but none of them have been able to determine why the soil is sterile. Some articles reported that the site was sacred to the indigenous tribes um, of the area, though that's kind of like, there's not really like a credited source that says that. It's just, I've heard that. Um, and the, just to, to keep myself honest, the local tribes to that area were Iroquoian and Siouan tribes. Uh, and some legends tell the tale of a Native American chief who is actually buried there, and the chief's tribe brought 
and this is a quote from like a really old book, so it's going to sound weird. <laughs> Earthen blankets from beyond deep river and planted it in wire grass, which really just kind of sounds like white people per- like pretending they know something about Native American culture. So <laughs> take that one with a grain of salt. Because I mean, it's North Carolina. White so... people be doing that. Mm. Um. <laughs> stop it, white people. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> white people, am I right? Just I am white and I say stop. Some legends say that there is treasure buried there, and that's the reason for the sterile soil. And in the 1930s, a local paper, the Chatham Record, reported a giant black beast was chasing hunters and their dogs away from the area, which kind of sounds like maybe it was like a little bit of a, a tourism grab. Uh, <laughs> like, or yeah, or so, somebody like ate something funny in the forest and they were like, whoa, <laughs> a beast! You seeing this shit? Uh, an article in the Carolinian newspaper from 1882 refers to the indigenous peoples being afraid of the area and a local man who dug three feet into the earth but was so impressed with the supernatural origin that he refused to go any further. What? It doesn't say what he saw or why he was impressed with it, um, but I guess he saw some shit and was like, oh, no, 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 no. He was like, mm, no, my, my my chi says it's not good. Like, I'm good. I don't need a curse. No curses A little, a little like, portal opened and Satan's like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Can you stop? This is mine. Like, can you stop digging here? And he was just like, oh, shit. All right. Bye. This is actually my <laughs> tramping ground. So, like, just He's, run away. I feel like uh, <laughs> he went out there. He told everybody he was going to go out there and he was going to find out what was going on. So he starts digging and he gets three feet down he's like fuck this is hard so he goes back and tells everybody it was so mystical i couldn't go any further oh my god (laughs) it was like the devil himself reached up and grabbed my shovel (laughs) the devil so and then in 1925 uh, a 70 or four year old man born in 1851 said that his grandfather who would likely have been born in the early 1800s or even the late 1700s said that the spot looked unchanged from when he first saw it decades ago. And that's a direct quote from the WRAL article. Ooh, that's creepy. That's really yeah. creepy. Yeah. I don't like that one. <laughs> Google, I also will say, I was going to leave this for the end, but uh, Google lists this place as a camping ground, like public land, but it is on private property. So if you're like wanting to go visit it, just like don't do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rich Hayes, who is a Chatham County local soil scientist, has conducted experiments on the site. And this is from the UNCTV article. He says, when I first investigated the site over 15 years ago and collected the data, I was theorizing that there were some natural cause that would have done this. To find out what the natural cause might be, Hayes compared the soil from inside the circle to the soil from outside. He was looking specifically at the salt and copper content of the soil, as large amounts of either substance will kill plants. And he says, what we found out here last time was that we had some elevated readings of certain things inside of the circle, but none of the readings, none of the data we got showed us that plants couldn't live there. That's so weird. Uh, Yeah, right? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. In fact, the test race... (laughs) The test raised more questions than they answered. The soil in the circle has a higher sodium, copper, zinc, and pH level than the soil from the woods a few yards away. None of those changes, however, is drastic enough to make the soil toxic. Also, at certain points in the circle, a compass will skew by about five degrees. Ooh. Ooh. Nope. If that's not strange enough, compasses usually only do that around soils with high iron content, which the soil does not have. 
That's Ooh. weird. So lizard people, right? Yeah. <laughs> lizard people? Are we all in a... No, I'm kidding. That's the part that always gets me because, like, growing up, I was, like, very skeptical. I was like, yeah, I feel like it's probably just, like, people being weird and, like, I don't know. There's, there's like, a lot of people that say, like, because people burn so many fires there that, like, that's why nothing will grow. But also, like, you can't burn stuff there anymore. It's private property. Like, you can't go camping there. Like, and it's, like, I've burnt stuff, too. But, like, it's not a 40-foot, like, diameter circle that won't grow anything. (laughs) Like... Well, and they would be able to test that when they're testing the soils. I mean, yeah. they can pull stuff from thousands and thousands of years ago from fires of right. cavemen. Yeah. They, they can find that kind of stuff. So they would know right off the right. bat if that was the case. It's oh, crazy, yeah. man. It's super weird. Um, just a couple of like, the that's it's one of the great unsolved mysteries of um, North Carolina in addition to uh, all the, the Blackbeard stuff too, which was the other thing that I thought about talking about. Maybe next time. <laughs> but uh, the uh, there's a couple of, like little local anecdotes. A local folk musician wrote a song about the site, um, and the lyrics go: "There's a circle on the forest floor where nothing green will where nothing green will grow. No earthly science has yet explained just why that this is so." That that goes so well. Yeah, are, that's wordy. It's wordy. Them. It's very like uh, like 1920s limericks in yeah. like yeah. school books. There once was a man from El Paso. (laughs) (laughs) Aviator Brewing, which is one of the first, like, big microbreweries that opened in the state, has a high-octane triple named after, named the Devil's Tramping Ground, which I thought about buying and, like, drinking it tonight, but then I was like, I should probably not do that. That stuff will, I don't even really like it that much. Like, I'm not a big fan of triples, and they only sell it in, like, four packs because it's like a I don't know it's like a 12% triple or something it's crazy it's like crazy high for beer and then there was also hey I couldn't find the source that I had read about this but there was a um a reporter who like back in the 90s I think went and camped out there overnight inside of the circle with his dog Mm -hmm. and he said like he didn't like they didn't disappear or like they weren't like outside the circle the next morning, but he said he didn't sleep because he kept feeling like there was like, he kept hearing things. And like, he was like, Ooh. I probably was just like convincing myself that I was hearing. He was like, but he, you know, it felt very like Blair witchy where he was like, I kept like seeing and hearing stuff like outside of the tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, thank you. And his, his poor dog was probably like way on edge too. Yeah. Like bring the dog. You want to torture the poor doggy? He couldn't get a dog sitter, man. Ah. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why he brought his dog. I, I mean, I guess I would bring my dog camping. Like, not maybe to not. The devil's maybe not to the devil's you don't deserve ground. that. <laughs> you don't deserve that, Fido. No, no. No. But yeah, so that is the story of the Devil's Tramping Ground, which is one of my favorite urban legends from my home state. Mm-hmm. It's like an ancient uh, alien crop circle, but in it the, really in, is in the woods. It's super mm-hmm. creepy. I. If you look up pictures of it, the soil is like black. Like it's very it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird looking. <laughs> that is so. I love that they've had scientists that went out there, soil scientists, to go out and look because that would be your first thought: is it's got to be something to do with the soil, right? Right. That's mm-hmm. so weird. It's the devil. It's super creepy. You know, <laughs> you know it. Well, I, I I had a couple of tales. From my home state, which is Kansas. So we wanted to do like hey. a home state theme. <laughs> nice. You're from Kansas yeah. too, huh? See, from Wichita. Ah, oh, see, I was from Kansas City. 
Oh, noise, 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 noise. Okay, hold the phone. How am I just now finding out that you're from Kansas? Well, okay, so I was yeah, born same. born in Can- I was born in Kansas City, Missouri. Spent the first several years of my life in Kansas City, Kansas. And then we moved to Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then Pennsylvania. So we've been Which around. Which is where my boo's from. My boo's from Ohio. Where at? Oh, no. I have no idea. <laughs> he doesn't visit very often. <laughs> so bad with that shit. I have no fucking idea. I'm like, you, the state in general. He's from all of it. The whole thing. Got it. The whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my bad. Ooh. Sorry, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> He, he just lives care. in a weather balloon that like circles the entire state, so it's fine. <laughs> he had a weird childhood. You know. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Rain it in, Aubrey. Rain it in. Okay, okay, okay. Karen, I'm sorry. I'm failing you. Okay. So, the first one is called The Devil's Chair because we were going for like a little devilly theme, you know? And it's located in Alma cemetery in Alma, Kansas, which is like between Junction City Junction City (laughs) and Topeka, Kansas. (laughs) My God. Anyway, keep it in. It's fine. Keep everything in. Leave it in. (laughs) Leave it in. All right. In case anyone's from Kansas that's listening, it's between Junction City and Topeka. Uh, there have been many reports of hearing voices, which uh, it's a cemetery, so <laughs> probably a lot of dead people. Um, there's also floating orbs that have been seen, Ooh. you know, a dark presence felt near this tree line that one paranormal investigator says followed her after she left and is like still attached to her. So that's Don't fun. like that. Yeah. Maybe she took it with her. Maybe it's safe now. (laughs) It's fine. Everybody come back. She took it with her. (laughs) Thank you for your sacrifice. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. (laughs) She volunteered as tribute. We're good. (laughs) But the most like famous story from the cemetery is called the devil's chair, which there are a few around North North Carolina. (laughs) God, what is wrong with me? I'm not even drinking. Have you been drinking? <laughs> I'm not even drinking. I'm sober. I just have a jelly brain right now. It's fine. Good Lord. There's a few devil's chairs around the U.S. Like, I think there's one in there's Florida. There's one which... in Iowa, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, in Iowa. Mm-hmm. All right. See? Like, I don't know, man. See, this makes me like, I'm like, is this the real devil's chair or is that one the real? Anyway. Maybe there's just many. Maybe he just like has them in different states, like so he has a place to sit down, like whenever he goes there. And then he goes to North Carolina and throws a hissy fit in a circle. Yeah, when yeah. he like when he, he gets just... tired of dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it listening to screamo. <laughs> you got to be careful because if you go visit this devil's chair with Lindsay, she will push you on it. Ooh. I'll make you sit in it and just be like, sorry about it. Ooh, <laughs> I'll be pulling you down with me. Um, I'm pretty sure I already said she can go ahead and give me a shove. It's fine. Like, the worst, I've lived my life. The worst thing that happens is I die. And I think we've already established that somehow I've been alive for 1500 years. So it's fine. <laughs> just push mm-hmm. me. Let's do it. Nike. All the Red Bull will make you levitate, Ash. Yeah. (laughs) 
Here's the thing, though. No, it won't, because it doesn't even raise my heart rate anymore. It's a lie. <laughs> I am dead inside. I am dead inside. That's Karen's ringtone, as Michael Scott. <laughs> I am dead inside over and over. It's so great. Makes me laugh. I forget about it because I never have it on Ringer. <laughs> and then I put it on Ringer and I hear, I am dead inside. I am dead inside. <laughs> oh, it's Karen. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Woo, rain it in, girl. Tangent right. City. Brrr. All right. So, Devil's Chair. In the 1800s, which couldn't find a specific year, sue me, whatever. A landowner, which some say he was a farmer. See, this is how urban legendy this is. It's like I we couldn't find like a lot of real facts. Uh, some say he's a farmer. Some say he was just like a landowner. And he was approached by the town of Alma about buying his land because they wanted to build a cemetery there. So he refused, citing that the land had been in his family for decades and he'd be like broke as shit and not have like anything without this land. So the town of Alma spent several months trying to convince him to sell it. And the legend has it that one town council member got really fucking pissed off at him and was arguing with him. And I didn't, as you can tell, I'm sidetracking from what I wrote down. This is improv because I don't know. What I'm doing. <laughs> uh, this is why Karen doesn't let me run chapters. <laughs> So he got really pissed off with this guy. He gets in an argument with him and they're near the well on the property. <sighs> and the legend is that he straight up pushed dude into the well. Oh my God. And left him in there for several days. Like baby Jessica. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he baby Jessica him. I guess we know for sure that Lassie wasn't there because she would have saved the day. <laughs> me fell down the well. No, not again. <laughs> Why do you keep playing over there? What is wrong with you? We have all these signs. <laughs> <laughs> There's electric fence. Bob you good. That's Bob <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Whew. Oh, yes. He baby got baby Jessica and thrown down into the well for several days. <laughs> The citizens of the town were like, it stinks. What the fuck happened? Where's this guy? And the police were like, oh, we turned up nothing. <laughs> and so it's rumored that if you sit on top of the well, you disappear. Or you have bad spirits attached to you for the rest of your life, which is great, too. <laughs> I just you like know. the I like the idea that like you you sit down and like immediately disappear like you're apparating and that would be crazy. <laughs> Oh my is god, that a fucking port key dog? Like what? It is port key. You just solved the, the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Boom. They just getting transferred to some like shitty place in Florida. Nocturne Alley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if all the chairs are connected? What if you just transfer yourself to another oh. devil's chair? They just end up in Iowa and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Where am I? All I see are Mormons and farms. Oh my oh god. Oh god, watch out for the Mormons. Oh wait, no, that's Idaho. Maybe I'm yeah. thinking Utah. <laughs> I think we're thinking I'm an idiot. Utah. I guess here here's my follow-up question though. Okay. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if you sit on this thing but you already have a bunch of bad spirits attached to you? Do you get like more? Do they become friends? Do you become does a it spirit cancel it out? Hell? Or does it cancel it out? It's a solid question. I'm gonna sit on it. 
they're, they're like, this is a great place. Can we chill with you? And they're like, yeah, come on. Come on, man. Come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> right? Like, they just closed it up and were like, ooh, deal's done. We're just going to make the cemetery anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Farmer John. Like, what the fuck? They just fill it in. Yeah. And apparently in the night. In the 1980s, some teens, like, tried to, like, catch a glimpse of the farmer's ghost because we're all stupid. (laughs) And one of them sat on it, and allegedly the next day, he disappeared. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) He was port-keyed. He was port-keyed. He was port-keyed, Just a little day later. (laughs) Uh, There was a movie made in 2007 called The Devil's Chair, but it has literally nothing to fucking do with it. Um... There's also the Devil's Chair in Florida, and that one is like a graveside bench in the cemetery that borders some fucking lake that I don't care about because I don't know Florida. (laughs) And according to one local legend, an unopened can of beer left on the chair will be empty by morning. I've heard about that one. Yeah, people will just like leave cans of beer there, and it's like... Super respectful to the cemetery. (laughs) Right? It says in some accounts, they'll come back and the can is opened. And in others, the beer is simply gone. Which I'm like, if I was a homeless person or a teen going around and chilling in graveyards, I would take the beer. Exactly. I'm like, that doesn't prove anything. Right. Um, right. It's like the ghost of Ricky Bobby. I love how everybody's like, oh, it proves that it's supernatural and it's not like people just found it and drank it. I don't know. I think it just I think it just proves that it's in Florida. Yeah. Because <laughs> right? people in Florida will just drink random beers and they find it so ridiculous. Anyway, so that's the devil's chair. The legend and all that fucking shit. Yay. And then my second story is from Atchison, Kansas and I'm sure everyone will know it. It's called the Sally House. Oh, yep. Pretty, pretty fucking famous. Okay. So it was originally built at like the turn of the century and it's like a kind of a boring looking fucking house. Like it's like a plain ass house. Doesn't look like a haunted house. Anyway. So it was the residence of a physician named Dr. Charles Finney. And the story is I have to scroll because I lost my place. <laughs> I'm, so, that's I'm a, a good professional. Story. <laughs> I'm a professional. I feel anyway. that. <laughs> like my phone turned and then it lost. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, so this physician lived in this house and the front of the house like served as office space and examination room because he was a doctor and he lived upstairs with his family or whatever. And the story goes that one day a frantic mother arriving, carrying her six-year-old daughter, Sally, the child had collapsed from severe abdominal pain. The doctor diagnosed appendicitis, which that sucks. My brother had that shit. Mm -hmm. And knew there was no time to delay surgery. Believing the appendix would burst, he cut Sally before the anesthesia took full effect. She starts screaming. She grows pale and limp and dies. So, you know, she's pretty upset i would believe as a spirit yeah and then he was like but look i took out the appendix before it exploded i did it successful (laughs) Uh, (laughs) this is how i got my doctorate great success (laughs) 
calm down, Dr. Borat. Your patient's dead. <laughs> Your patient is dead. Been dead for a minute. Still have my wife. <laughs> so weak. My wife. <laughs> anyway, Karen, my wife. Though the house has, of course, long been known to be haunted... That shit really blew up in, like, 1993 when it was, like, rented out to a couple. And their dog started to growl at shit, which was, like, nothing. It would be staring and growling. They'd be like, what's wrong with you, dog? And he'd be like, bark, bark. There's a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Bark, bark. There's some paranormal shit right there. (laughs) There's some paranormal shit. Bark, bark. Uh, (laughs) And then things started getting violent. There were fires that broke out uh, and a lot of attacks on the dude. Like, I don't know why it wasn't messing with the chick, but Sally was straight up trying to fuck with this dude up. (laughs) She's like, my appendix, fuck you. (laughs) You look like my doctor. That's what I was just thinking. He probably looks like the fucking doctor. (laughs) Right. And she's she's like, like, oh, you you got me. I set you on fire. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, apparently the whole time, like, straight up, like, objects would move, the operating table would get cold, and then he, the husband, felt, like, scratches on his chest and, like, stomach, and it never, ever attacked the wife, which is, like, really weird to me. I bet she was sitting there going, sucks to be you. (laughs) Yeah, and it never, they had a little baby, and it never fucked with the baby, which I was like, oh, that nice ghost. The wife is like, yeah, I don't know about Carl. He's kind of been insane lately. I know we said to death to us part, but, like, it's a little weird. A little strange. Honey, throw the whole husband out and just (laughs) throw it out. (laughs) He's possessed. Get Get a new one. (laughs) Get a new one. So, this is, like, the story that I originally grew up with, but... There's an anthropology professor named Sean Daly who did a lot of research about this house. And he was like, there was never a girl in town named Sally at that point in time. And really up until about like 1990, there was no real activity associated with the house, which is fucking wild because I'm like, what the fuck? So I think (laughs) I think it's a fucking demon. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a demon because demons appear as children. Mm-hmm. And somehow when that young couple moved in, I don't know, some voodoo shit happened. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing up in that piece. <laughs> but that fucking, it's a demon. Because even the anthropologist is like, there was no bitch named Sally. There was nothing. But there's some weird shit in this house. And... He even has seen, like, windows open and close and shit like that. And so I'm all about this demonic theory. But some of the events that have happened have been, like, you know, the investigative equipment stopped working for paranormal investigators. The batteries completely draining. Mm -hmm. Moving objects in the room upstairs. Balls and toys have reportedly moved on their own. Unexplained footsteps, scratches, bruisings, physical touches, mysterious coldness. And there was a trained guide dog that refused to, like, enter the nursery. Hmm. So the current owners of the house keep the radio on at night to keep Sally happy. And that is the Sally house. The radio does the trick. Do they play screamo music for her? And she's like, yes! 
That's how you know it's the devil. I thought maybe it was Nirvana. Damn it. <laughs> Smells like teen spirit. That always soothes <laughs> my shit when I'm upset. Like Kurt Cobain, take me home. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good shit. You know it is. I don't care that it's. I don't care that it's like 30 years old. Still good. I'm over 30s, and I think I'm pretty cool. So no. <laughs> anything over 30 is fine. I am also over 30, but I. I'm also apparently like 1500, so my opinion <laughs> is invalid. <laughs> Are you a vampire? Um, I Say don't know. It out loud. I think you'd have to ask uh, Emily and Lindsay because <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> sure what the uh, backstory is on me at this point. Sometimes when <laughs> Ashley has a lot of caffeine, she's a bat. That's true. That's true. I do flap. I flap my wings that I don't have. <laughs> As she hovers. You're like a 1,500-year-old vampire or being that's hosting a cryptid and urban legend podcast. Yeah, that, well, that's why I cover the mythology, because sometimes oh. I was there. See, so it works <laughs> out. <laughs> I saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> I investigative reporter. Yep. I'm not sure what the story is, but I am very pale. So anything is possible. <laughs> Me too. This pastiness does not go in the sun. Yeah. It stays yeah. in the shadows. I belong in the shadows because I have a cold black heart. So. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm so tired. What is wrong with me? No, listen, it's working out awesome. We're getting good shit. Yeah. <laughs> Quality content. <laughs> Sweet for one. Is this the content? Am I a millennial yet? Am I making a content? <laughs> Michael, Michael, am I gay? <laughs> oh, I've been watching so much of The Office. It's great. Because it's so good. You can just rewatch it and it's just as funny. One of my favorite episodes is when Jim is just going through his list of pranks and he talks about the time that he put all the fucking nickels in Dwight's phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he removes them all with it because he goes, it's, it's, it's way funnier to, <laughs> than it sounds. And you just picture him like, kadook in the face. I <laughs> wish we could have seen that one. That would have been a crazy. <laughs> that writing is so brilliant, though, because when he gets to that end of that list, he has a moment that I've had like so many times in life where you're like, wait, was what I did funny or mean? Like, I, might <laughs> yeah. be, I might be kind of a dick. Like, <laughs> and then he has to talk himself back into it because he's like, well, he deserves it, though. But you tell he doesn't fucking know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I just like when Dwight and Stanley team up and like make him just bake them a bunch of meatballs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meatball! Give me meatballs! Give me meatballs! <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> They like do their little meatball toast at the end. Oh my god! Oh my I god. just yesterday I opened the I got Florida Stanley in yes. my little yes. magic calendar. Florida yeah. Stanley was like you. You wake up to who Stanley really is. You're like, oh my god, this is what's been hiding behind that the whole damn time. I might I might be a little Stanley in the curmudgeonness, but that boy he is 
getting that women. He, 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 roll, he rolls yeah. up on the business trip in a rented car with yet another start of another affair. Yeah. <laughs> like, with a cocktail in one hand. Like, <laughs> and you're just like... <laughs> What's that Michael line where he's like, who wants to live in a world where Stanley has two lovers? <laughs> you don't have any... <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, that hurts me in this one. It hurts my heart. I just watched the Christmas episode where Michael's pretending to be Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And they give him a scented candle and he's like, oh yeah, there's a lot of fire where you're going. Yeah. I'm going to hell, Stanley. Oh, uh, the Antichrist. <laughs> LOL, I just realized that I never recorded the fucking closing to the episode and we're just sitting here bleeding. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if we're still like, going or like... I better actually do this before I forget again. Thank you so much to Karen and Aubrey for joining us and being our guest chefs today. Could you please let all of our guests know where they can find you and the show if they're interested in hearing more from Chicklet? Well, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, as well as on Instagram and Twitter. At ChicklitPod. And you can also email us. Chicklet.podcast.info at gmail.com. Yes, it's long. Thank Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely popular podcast name. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find us. Yeah. <laughs> find us on our social meds. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to the social media gods. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a slice of something devilish. <laughs> Pineapple Pizza Podcast. Sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do question mark if you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us check out our tea public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch or if you want to do a one-time donation you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice because we can never get enough of basically anything if we're being honest If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pineapp.com. Pizza Pod. That's Pine App APP Pizza Pod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at Pine App APP Pizza Pod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels. And just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome. And we love you.